What's poppin' party people? Welcome back to my podcast, Inside the Brain of Mina Rose. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my family and how I grew up. I had asked around on my social media platforms, wondering what you guys would like to hear me talk about on my podcast, and a lot of you guys were talking and saying you wanted to hear about how I grew up and about my hobbies and stuff, so I figured each episode I would talk about something new, and in today's, I chose to talk about how I grew up. So, growing up, I didn't have the easiest life. For some of you that don't know, I grew up as a foster child from the age two and a half till I turned 18. Because once you turn 18, you are no longer considered a foster child. Uh, Growing up, I was able to see my biological parents, but at a certain age, I decided to stop seeing my dad because of specific reasons that I obviously won't talk about because those are more personal, but I did cut him out of my life. And when I turned 18, I decided that hey, why not try to get in contact with him again, see if maybe he had changed. And after a couple months of talking to him, I had learned that he was still the same person he was years ago, so I re-cut him out. My biological mom and I have not always had the easiest uh, relationship, obviously. Growing up apart from her does tend to cause uh, like arguments, but she understood that it was her decision and she had to do what she did, so growing up i did stay in contact with her uh i also had a visiting schedule when it came to her so i would see i think every i think when i was younger it began as every six weeks and then eventually i changed it to every two weeks and then uh once i turned 18 i just saw her whenever i wanted uh two years ago i had cut contact with her because of certain things that went on i just needed to figure things out and then last year before 2020 began I decided that I would write her a letter and ask her to become part of my life again because I figured everybody deserves another chance. So her and I have been in contact now for almost a year. Well, not quite because we're only six, almost six months into the year, but I did bring her back and things have been going very smoothly, but obviously perfection doesn't exist in people. Like you, you have to see that not, it's never going to be perfect, but everybody does deserve another chance in my opinion um but yeah starting as two and a half years old i moved in with my family they were my foster family but i consider them like my actual family just because they've taken care of me for so long and honestly they've been through thick and thin with me so they are what i consider family obviously um my mom missy she took care of me and obviously has been through my there for my ups and downs. She's actually still here for me constantly whenever I need her. Uh, I wouldn't have been able to get through life without her, honestly. If she dug me out of many, many, many holes, and I honestly couldn't like I couldn't thank her enough for that. My dad and I obviously have not always had the easiest relationship, but through the years it has gotten a lot better, and I honestly couldn't thank him enough for it. He's the dad figure I honestly need in life, and I love him to death. I have five siblings. I have an older sister named Isabel, who has two kids. My niece and my nephew, Henry and Adeline. Honestly, the most adorable kids, and I'm the luckiest Anna on earth to have them in my life, because Henry is just a ball of joy that I- every time I see him, he just lights- he lights up my life. He's honestly the best. I have my younger sister, who- his name is Emma. She and I, <laughs> we're close in age, so we tend to uh, fight a lot. She doesn't understand that I do 
know some things in life, but you know, that's just a typical teenager, a typical adult, I guess, sibling, sibling arguments. And then I have my younger brothers, uh, Logan, Jacob, and Colin. I've always been super close with Logan. I don't know what it is with that relationship, but he always tends to turn to me when he needs stuff and I'm glad to be there for him. Um, I grew up as a foster kid and then Logan, Jacob, Colin, Emma were all adopted by my family. I hopefully will get adopted at some point. Uh, It is in in our plans, it's just not as easy. I've contacted people and stuff and they said I need like uh, a lawyer and all that stuff, which I don't understand how that works. But I'll figure it out because my family does want to adopt me, which is amazing to me. Uh, I never, when I was younger, I never ever wanted to be adopted because I didn't want to be separated from my mom. Because at a younger age, when you get adopted, you don't get to be in contact with your biological parents. And to be honest, I wanted to stay in contact with my mom. But now that I'm older, I can have contact because I'm old enough to decide that. But I want to have my family's last name as my own. Uh, more specifically, I, I would really love to have my mom's last name because I don't think I'd be here without her. Technically, I wouldn't be here without my family, but my mom definitely is a big part of my life. Uh, Missy has really shaped me as the person that I am today, and I could never thank her enough for that, to be honest. She, she saved me a lot of the time. Like, she's always been there constantly, and I wish there was a way I could repay her for it, but I try to every day to tell her how much I appreciate her. But yeah, uh, growing up, things weren't easy. I went through a lot, a lot of social workers, honestly. There was one that really, really stuck to me though. Uh, her name was Melanie. And to be honest, she didn't really feel like a social worker to me. She really just felt like an older sister, kind of. She was, she understood me a lot. She listened. She... So she would come actually when she would come to get me at school for my meetings, I wouldn't complain. I would just go and I used to love school. To be honest, school was amazing for me for a while. But when she would come and get me, like I wanted to get out and I wanted to go see her. Uh I never had that with anybody else. I mean I've had a bunch of social workers, but none of them marked me like her. And she really listened and helped me with my situations that I would go through and that's what I really needed was somebody to give me a shoulder when I needed one and she was that she was that person for me and when she left I think that really really made me sad to be completely honest because she she marked my life and I still talk about her to this day which as you can clearly tell I I'm very passionate about stuff like that like for people that have marked my life um but yeah I had a bunch of social workers and I had a lot of ups and downs. I went through a lot growing up too. I was bullied for nine years, which I would make a separate podcast, but I don't think it would last long enough. So I guess I could throw it in here, but I was bullied for nine years. And um, I went through a lot. I was bullied from grade one to secondary three, which is grade nine. And it started off because I was a foster kid. So a lot of people told me that uh, I wasn't wanted Uh, Nobody cared about me. My family didn't want me. I wasn't loved. (laughs) Somebody told me to kill myself to give more oxygen to those that mattered. And honestly, at a young age, not many people understand that, but I did. And it hurt a lot. It still hurts. The kid that told me that, I still look at him to this day with not anger, but I don't like him at all. (laughs) 
He, he didn't just bully me that one time. He bullied me a lot. So especially through high school, things weren't easy. But I was bullied a lot. So it started off as me being the foster kid and then me being like kind of a loner at school. I didn't have many friends, but I chose not to have many friends because people were mean to me. So I stayed away from all those bullies and those more popular kids. Because crazy to say, but in grade five, six, a lot of kids were popular in school, which I don't get because we're supposed to be enjoying our younger years, but not when I was in school. It was really a lot of, she's popular, I want to be friends with her. She's not, nobody go near her. And I was one of those people that was left alone. But honestly, now that I'm growing up, I realize how important it is to be able to count your friends on one hand and not be able to lose count. Because those five people will be the most important people in your life compared to having a hundred people. Yes, it's fun to have a lot of friends, but to be honest, you don't know, if you have a bunch of friends, you don't know who the real ones are compared to if you have five. You can even cut that down to be just one if you really needed to. And honestly, just growing up, I've learned a lot about that. But yeah, from grade one to six, it was a lot of, oh, you're a foster kid, you're, you're a loser pretty much. Then I got to high school and the name started to really fall in and become stronger because obviously people were learning how to swear and we're learning new words and meaner words obviously i was called a bitch a whore like a bunch of names uh for the longest time i was called a blue waffle for those of you that don't know what that is i won't have you look it up because it's disgusting but it's an infected vagina i'm sorry to any younger viewers that are listening to this if you are younger um i do put an explicit warning on my podcast because i will not hold back from what i have to say but um i was called blue waffle which is an infected vagina and that for the longest time i didn't understand because when they were calling me that i was still a virgin which made no fucking sense to me at all like how can somebody be that when i just didn't get it so i let it happen for a while and these were just rolling in and then things started to not get really physical, but it did. People went, there were two boys. I won't name their names because obviously if they find this podcast, they might actually notice them or realize who they are. But they came up behind me. I had these nice hoop earrings and I used to love wearing hoops. I don't wear earrings much anymore. Even though I have a bunch of piercings, I don't really wear earrings on my ears because my ears get irritated. But I had these nice blue hoops. They were my favorite ones. And I was wearing them one day and I was in my French class. It was the same day somebody threw a big ball of gum into my hair. And I didn't feel it until my teacher told me that there was gum in my hair, so. But these boys came up to me, put their hands, and slapped my ears. And I remember that pain was the worst pain I had felt in a long time. Like, imagine getting hoop earrings bashed into your side of your face like that was the worst thing ever and then they found it hilarious so i just moved on i was like whatever they they're assholes so whatever but then things started to really people were calling me a lot of mean names and honestly i went down my mental health went down to a really bad place and honestly i'm glad i'm here today i'm 22 years old standing on my feet 
I'm getting ready to do some things I never thought I'd actually see the day. First off, like having the love of my life. Never thought that would happen, but hey, I'm here and I've got it, so why not flaunt it, right? But yeah, things got really bad. Uh, the names came rolling in. Some people used to call me Bob Marley, which I don't get. I wasn't a smoker. I didn't know that shit. No, I never understood that one. They said I look like him, but dude, I don't look like him at all. <laughs> I never understood it, but... The names came rolling in and things started to get physical. Somebody punched me in the face just because they were talking behind my best friend's back at the time and I stood up and I thought the girl was gonna actually punch me first so I put my hands up and tended to push her against the lockers and she punched me in the face in front of all of my grade 11 or grade 10 at the time. Yeah, all the grade 10. And I remember I was frozen in my spot and then I called my mom. I told my mom I got punched in the face and honestly, it was probably, rather than it hurting, I think it was embarrassing just because it was in front of so many people. But yeah, I was picked on, I was bullied. And uh, this is where things get a little, I'm gonna put a trigger warning here. So if you don't like this type of talk, conversation about depression, I would just skip forward a little bit. Um, I wanted to kill myself for the longest time. Uh, I had, I was on meds for um, ADHD and I remember I had stared at that pill bottle for a while and wanted to overdose on them and it it was hard. I'm glad I'm standing here. Wanting to kill myself like three times was hard. I remember telling my best friend, I said, I don't want to be here. I want to kill myself. And she, she didn't take it lightly, but she didn't really think too much of it, but now I'm 22, I'm happy, and I did get help last year too. I went to see my doctor and told him how I was feeling. And I wasn't suicidal last year, I just wanted help to understand what was going on. And my doctor helped. But back when I was at home, it was really my family. Just seeing them really helped clear my head and just made me realize like, I don't wanna go away from this. This is where I need to be. Obviously my family never really understood that at first because they didn't really understand why I was always cooped up in my room and just didn't want to be around anybody, but that was it. I didn't want to be around people because they bullied me. They made me feel like a piece of shit. Like I was worthless, pretty much. But my family has always been there to pick me up like a thousand million times. I remember I've cried in my mom's arms the amount like because I had been left from guys that I thought were gonna be the love of my life, let alone. I now look at them and I'm glad they were never, <laughs> to be honest. But I went through a lot growing up and I look at it now and I realize like, thanks to all this, I am who I am. Obviously I have my defaults. I don't know if that's the proper wording for that, but I, I've faced some things. I am very hard on myself, sadly. Like just today, I looked in the mirror and I thought I was getting fat again and I swear, it hurt, I cried. I have, I have troubles accepting who I am, but I'm getting there slowly. And honestly, I, I'm starting to love who I am no matter how hard it can be. There are days where I <laughs> wish I was skinnier. I wish I had the body I had when I was in high school when my metabolism used to be able to keep up with how much food I ate. 
when I didn't have a stomach the way I do now. But honestly, I thank my body for keeping me alive to this day and for being able to do the stuff I do. But I went through it and I don't wish it upon anybody to go through what I've had to go through. I honestly hope that for all the foster kids out there waiting to be adopted, I hope you find a really loving home like the one I grew up in. Because seriously, to be having to get switched around and stuff, that I don't wish that upon anyone. I got lucky. I only got switched between two families, like, back and forth until Missy took me in. But I've heard a lot of stories. I went to school with kids that were going through stuff like me, that got adopted and that were fostered and stuff, and that switched families. And it's not easy. People go through it, and obviously not understanding what's going on in your life and why nobody not that they don't want you but like why you can't just stay put it's not easy and i'm glad i only had to go through that a little bit when i was younger and that i got to stay in one home for like 17 years of my life with family that actually cared for me and took care of me and like bought me things that i didn't even ask for like there was they just love me and I hope that everybody finds a family that loves them the way my family loves me. I know this isn't the best, like, it's not the most cheerful podcast, but it's real. And that's what I want this podcast to really be, is me just opening up and being able to tell everybody, like, what my life is like and what it was like, too. Obviously now it's a lot more sunshine and rainbows in it, because I did find the man that I've always wanted. He treats me like the fucking queen. It took a long time to get to where I am. And I want everybody to be able to have a happy life. If you're getting bullied now, don't let it get to you. Stand up for yourself. Go get help. Go see somebody. I know that at school not everybody's helpful, but you can reach out to anyone. Like, no matter what. You can even reach out to me and I'll be there. I like being there for others to be able to help them because obviously I went through a lot so I have some sort of advice that I can give but if you're going through it don't be afraid to reach out because I will be there and whoever I hope whichever adult you choose to reach out to actually sits down and listens because that's what I had troubles with in schools when I would tell adults they wouldn't really listen they would just they would shake it off and be like it's okay it'll get better but it never really did once, once I reached out to one certain adult at school, praise the freaking Lord for Miss Davidson, because seriously, if it wasn't for her, I would have gone nowhere. She, she sat down with the bullies and she told them that if they didn't stop, they were getting expelled. I don't even know if she had the right to do that, but she did it. And that scared them into treating me better. Because in secondary five, grade 11, that was the best year. Even though I went through a lot of ups and downs and high school drama, I should say. Uh, it was still one of the best years of my life. And if I could, I'd redo my <laughs> grade 11 year and make it just that much better. But obviously you can't go back into the past. The stuff I, I went through really shaped me into who I am today. To the strong person I am. Because even though I might not look it, I might seem weak. I can be strong. I can stand up for myself if I need it. I hope for whoever's listening to this that this just helps you somewhat. I know it's all over the place. I swear. My brain just rambles on and on, but I really hope it helps whoever listens. I know it's not easy growing up, 
but trust me, adulthood is just the beginning of a lifetime of ups and downs. There's a lot of it. I moved out when I was 18. And honestly, I should have listened to my mom when she told me that adulthood is not easy. And that things can get rough. Because they did, but I figured it out. I, I, I'm doing pretty good on my own. But I really hope that you guys just take it day by day and really reach out when you need it. And actually don't rush into any decisions either. Like, think about it first. Because things aren't always the way they seem. I think that's all I have to say for this podcast. I really wanted it to be longer, but I just feel like I'm rambling and repeating myself at this point. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you guys did, make sure to hit the follow button so that you can listen to my podcast that comes out. I'm going to try to put out two episodes a week, but it's all going to depend on how well it goes. I'm thinking like maybe Mondays and Thursdays if things go well. So stay tuned for that and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast.